It's funny how people change, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do people really change? I think they do. Yeah, but I mean, like, they still stay pretty much the same. I think we change all the time. I think we stay the same, but I guess grow a little bit. I think if you're growing, then you're changing. But I mean, we're changing from who we are, which we always stay as. Not really. I don't think so. Mm, I think so. Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we're talking about changing versus evolving. We're going to be deep diving into this idea of what is change, why we change, what are some of the situations which we find ourselves requiring the change. Yeah, and how that connects to evolution, this concept of a gradual, intentional growth over time, and looking at the intersection of the two and comparing it to the future and how we can become the best versions of ourselves. Let's get into it. So what is change? Change is, at least to me, temporary. Mm. It's that singular moment that things shift, decided that you want it to be different. I think change is exactly that. Change is that light bulb moment where you're like, "Uh aha, I have this idea of a feeling and something needs to change within me because something's not sitting right or something's not feeling right. And it's going to require a new environment or a a significant change of something. Yeah. And I think for us lately, like we felt stuck and that feeling of stuckness, right? Or it feeling like you don't have a path forward or you feel frustrated, like you're not knowing how to make a decision. You just know that the energy is off, the vibe is off. You feel stagnant, static, Mm. not moving forward. I used to think that was more of a state of mind or like a state of place of being, but I actually realized it was you being ready for change. Mm. Like you realizing or your body realizing or something within yourself is like not moving at the pace you want to be moving at. And you know that it's time for something to shift or to change, but you're not necessarily doing it yet. That's like that moment that you know that change is about to happen is when you're feeling that kind of way. You know, I'm not talking about, I want to change my hair. I want to change my clothes. I want to change something superficial. I'm talking about like, I want to change something meaningful and massive within my life. Right. It is usually preluded with some kind of that sticky, static, you know, kind of stuckness Mm. that sometimes people feel throughout their life. But I also feel like we can feel that change or we could desire or we could want that change. But I think for a lot of us to actually take the leap of faith and to take the the action to make that change, it's hard sometimes. Well, that's actually a good point because maybe in my version, it's not necessarily knowing what you want and that's why you feel a bit stuck. Mm. And in your version of what you just said is that you actually have a vision. You have like that vision board. You have that manifesting that you want that change and you're actively going after it, but you don't necessarily know how to make it happen yet. Or also putting maybe pressure on ourselves that it needs to happen quicker yeah. than maybe what's actually happening to us at the present moment. Yeah. And I think constantly trying to force the change, maybe when the time isn't right, but knowing it needs to change is a challenge within itself sometimes. And 
I think change in general is a good thing. Mm. I mean, I know that it can be scary and it can be overwhelming. So many unknowns, right? But it could also be exciting. You can look forward to it. We finally found an apartment to, ch- to move into. That's a massive change. We're changing our home. Mm-hmm. I am so much looking forward to that change. Yeah. And you mentioned you wanted to like bleach your hair platinum blonde. <laughs> I did actually. And that change scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so it I'm also like, scares the shit out of me because I'm already freaking losing my hair. To bleach a blonde, I'll have no hair left. All these small changes, like whether they be superficial or physical or mental and emotional, like mm. change is constantly happening around us. Whether you want to change something superficial, right? Something simple like your hair color mm-hmm. or what you wear, what your style is, or like what the home decor is or whatever. The more meaningful elements of change that happen within your life are like what? Like your relationships and where you work and where you spend most of your time. Some of your behavior. Yeah. Starting to go to the gym or start a yoga class or start something new and take change for your body or your personal goals. Yeah. So do those things have a collective why? Like I want to change my hair, right? Mm. Or I want to change my style. Why? Do I, I want to change my job or I want to change my environment or where we live? Why? Mm. The why is really important. Of course. I think the why is the key driver to the change because there's an underlying reason to requiring the change, right? Mm-hmm. So the why is so important because it's going to help keep us motivated on and on track to driving that change forward. Yeah, but I mean like with in consideration of what you want in your life now or how you want to change now or have changed recently, what was like the most driving why? Why did you need that change and why did you make a change, whatever that was? Happiness. It's as simple as that. I think more happiness, more more happiness, requiring that happiness, requiring that fulfillment of life and not feeling stuck, not feeling sad, not feeling like the victim, taking control over my life and our life and what we need to do to move forward. Mm. I think that's the why. So you drive your change with happiness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I haven't been feeling happy straight up. I have not been feeling satisfied. So driving that why is so important because I can see the rainbow. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I think the why is really important and getting to the core and the understanding of what your why is, Mm. is a huge motivator and a great analytical tool you can use as to what change you need to prioritize in your life. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it's money, right? I need to change for money, meaning that like I need to make these changes so that I can save more or we can afford that thing. Or like maybe we need to change our relationships with people or with money or with the ideas of certain things in our life so that we can have more fulfillment fulfillment or a better positive relationship with that object or with that scenario with that person. Right. Like I think sometimes as well, especially like you would agree on this since we've been married, a lot of people are like, Oh, how's married life? What's changed? And we're kind of like, nothing has changed. Like not much. We're like, we still have our love for each other. We still live together. We, if anything's changed, it's probably us building our future together and ticking off our goals and our dreams and ambitions. If but anything. we had a lot of that in set in motion earlier on before getting married. Correct. Like those kinds of milestones were being looked forward to way before getting through the I do's. Agreed. But my point is here is that I think a lot of people have this idea that change comes after Action. Yeah. Change comes after the action. So like, oh, what's changed or how's the change? Whereas change should really be the first uh aha. 
I'm going to initiate the change. Right. I guess in that scenario, the positive is that nothing changed because we didn't need anything to change for any more of that happiness, that joy, that fulfillment, because we already had those whys. Correct. So what would be a moment in your life that you noticed the change, which propelled you and led you to feeling happy and feeling satisfied and feeling free? Yeah. If I really look at a change of need, I turned 30 Mm -hmm. and I realized I was really not aware of my own personal health. I didn't have any thought towards what I ate, how much exercise I got, how much sleep I got. I actually had no interest in or awareness of my agility, my flexibility, my, the health of my heart, the health of my body, like the, my physical strength. And I actually like, I think I was just like chilling out at one moment and I looked at how just like flubby I felt. And I just uh, instantly was like, I actually need to wake the fuck up and get myself together. And I instantly was on a mission Mm. and I joined a gym. I immediately like dived deep into all of this like nutrition information on how to not just go on a diet, but more on like how to eat for better health, better health, like sustenance for like energizing your body, like not to go just let's lose fat, but to like, just really reinvigorate my mind and my soul and my like body. Right. Mm. It was more powerful in that sense. And I have not moved so quick in my life. Like I have, I make, I take time to make decisions. Yeah. I think about things a lot. Yeah. I overanalyze stuff and like, I'm a Scorpio. Like I'm very like, I'm just trying to you get into your head a bit, girl. This, nah, I just like jumped right into it. I made active decisions really quickly and I made a lot of positive change Mm. really fast. What I didn't realize that it was actually also instigated from my dissatisfaction with my life in general, like with where I was going with life, what my passions were, who I was with and spending my time with. I think something that's a massive moment of change for Mm. so many queer people, so many gay people when they really accept who they are and then have to communicate that to their loved ones Mm -hmm. and to their parents or that coming out story. Something that I think is really beautiful that I want to touch into in another episode was was this idea of coming in because you're inviting people into who you are. Yeah, you don't need to come out, right? Like you don't need to say, oh, I'm gay. It's like, no. Come in to learn who I am. This is my life. I'm not coming into your world. You're coming into mine. I love that. We're going to break that down a bit more, but... I just think that that moment of change is so pivotal to so many of those people's life. And obviously that was a big moment for me. Mm. It was a big moment for you. Mm -hmm. And that's an obvious one. Um, But I just think this idea of change and how we break it down, whether it be these kind of, I guess, reactional or external or internal factors, whether it be temporary or situational, it builds into an evolution, right? It's this actual evolution of of gradual kind of impact over time. And it's based on all of these small pieces of change Mm. that turn into an evolution of who you are. Now, this idea of like, do people change or do people not change, right? Right, From Bridesmaids? Debated from Bridesmaids at the beginning of this episode, if you didn't get the reference. Love that movie. But the idea of change and the idea of can people change overnight? No, but they can, if they're really intentional about it, people can decide to change overnight. Yes. 
But that has come from an evolution of changes over time, whether it be conscious or subconscious. But right? I think it's not overnight. <laughs> it's like when see people say, oh, he just became successful overnight. No, it's actually 10 years of before that work that you didn't see. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, you are right, because I feel like we once you make the change, the change requires work. The change requires evolving. The change requires healing. It requires doing the inner work to become the better version or the most authentic version of ourselves. Because sometimes the change we require is freaking huge, especially if you want to change a significant part of your life, right? Like if you want to become mm. a CEO or start a business or whatever it might be, you need to level up yourself. But this evolution it is really powerful because I am 100% different from like 15-year-old Garrett than I am to 39-year-old Garrett. Evolving can also come from life's events, right? Like sometimes in life, we're just constantly throwing events that maybe we're not prepared for or maybe that we weren't ready for or maybe we don't know how to even handle a process. Yeah. So those life events force us into evolving mm -hmm. and having those moments of self-reflection, having those moments of what do I need to do to become better? Yeah. Or what has this taught me? Well, I know that like when I was a kid, when I was really young, my parents would tell me, and I remember being like this really kind of boisterous, fun, loving, really just happy kid that was just had lots of friends that had my arm around all my buddies. And I was just so gregarious and like just so happy and so loud with my personality. And that reverted back as I got a bit older throughout my teens. Mm. Why, I felt a why lot did shyer because I, I didn't really know who I was. I didn't understand like my sexuality. I mm. didn't really, my identity was a bit different and I didn't know how to navigate that as a, as a kid. Mm. And I think that's why I retracted so much. Yeah. But then as I got older, I became more fearless and I saw this movie that had Meryl Streep and Mel Brooks in it that was about, they both pass away and they go to some afterlife and they're being judged on their life and it's their judgment is all based off of how much fear that they had within their life and i immediately resonated with that because i was like oh my whole thing is fear like fear really held me back and i started working and processing through that and i tried to make really active decisions in my life that made me face fear more head on and I was more spontaneous. I made more big changes. I, th I guess you need a catalyst. That's the idea is that you need that spark mm. of change. Mm -hmm. that, the, Passion, the, that, joy. Yeah, those changes are catalysts. Those moments of realization that you're either missing passion or something's making you feel passionate about something. Like that action, that moment, that is like the light of the match, right? Yeah. When do you think that you had some of those pivotal like sparks of realization that you're ready for an evolution in your life. Hmm. The, the most purest, honest revolution of my life would be probably recently, like the last six months, because I think as I've gotten older, I have realized what I really, who I want to be, what I want for our future, what I want for myself, the goals I really truly want as an adult. And I think that has only come probably in the last six to 12 months when I have probably been working from home and had more time to myself and had those moments of self-reflection. I think that has probably been the purest, honest evolution of what do I need to do to become the better version of myself and who do I want to be? Yeah. Do 
do you think that you had to work through a challenge to get there? What, was that a triumph for you? I had like, to get out of my head. Mm. I'm constantly in my head. I'm constantly letting fear sometimes get the better of me or other people's point of view or other people's ideas of what my life should look like. Mm. Pushing that out and blocking the noise, blocking the external noise and being like, no, this is what I want. This is the goals I want to achieve. I know I can do it. So pushing out the external noise to achieve what I want. Right. So if you think about the process of change into evolution Uh and into that kind of idea of that forward movement of like what is possible and like what you can achieve in the future. Right. um, You get these opportunities of change. The opportunities of change lead to a significant milestone that it then either challenges you or it pushes you you to consider, do you really want this monumental shift? Mm-hmm. Like, are you ready to move into this next phase? Step. Yeah, next right? era, right? What, your next era of your life. Yeah, and you will get constant roadblocks and you might get constant tests from the universe to be like, are you ready? And in those moments of fear, you cannot let it back you down. Because yeah. I actually found this quote once and it said, the spark or the idea that you feel within you would never come if you were unable to achieve it. Yeah. So if you feel that dream or you feel that goal and you know that requires change, keep pushing forward because if it was never meant for you, you would never feel that. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like we, we ask the universe, if you're religious, you might ask God, you might say, why am I being forced with this change? Why am I Going, through, going through these moments of difficulty or challenge. And the result is a massive change. I think having that perspective that if it's being handed to you and knowing that you can handle it or nothing will be given to you that you can't handle, mm-hmm. I think that's a really good place and a good thinking to have because then you know that you can get through it. And you can, at that other end of it, be a lot stronger, a lot more informed, a lot more powerful in who you are. I think having that as I get older and having that become more stronger and have more presence within my life definitely helps me look f- like past other issues that might arise or help me like other things that look challenging or hard on the horizon hmm. helps me get through that. Well, how do you think your identity as a gay man has evolved over the last, let's say, 10 years. Yeah. Do you think it's evolved? 100%. I think the biggest thing that has changed for me, for my identity when it comes to being gay is how much more I want and feel like I need to be an advocate for other gay people and right. other queer people. Mm-hmm. I feel more of a responsibility to be more vocal. Be a voice. Be, and be a voice and help lift other voices up that know a lot more than I do and that can support a lot more people than I can support, but I want to be a part of the conversation more. Also, I'm less afraid to have conversations with friends or stand up for other people. Um, Like when we have discussions about like gay rights or we have discussion about trans rights or Mm -hmm. the experiences of other queer people and other people might have a different or uneducated view of what those experiences may be. I feel more responsible and I feel more capable of speaking up and having and sharing more people's perspectives. I feel more more proud to be Mm. gay than I've ever felt before. Same. I actually think I actually feel gay. Mm. If that makes sense. Like you don't deny that part of who you are. Yeah. When I came out and I said I was gay, I never 
owned being gay, if that makes sense. But in the last, say, seven to 10 years, maybe five to seven years, I actually feel gay, if that makes sense. Well, I think that's more of an acceptance of you feeling proud of you being gay. I feel proud to be gay, yes. And having that be a part of who you are. Yeah, I don't suppress it or I don't try and cover or hide it. We're always still navigating and still accepting and constantly evolving who we are and evolving who we are. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we, we can say that we have covered so far that change and evolution are two different things, but the change sparks the evolution, right? Yeah. So that's how they intertwine. And they work together. Like lots of moments throughout your life help you change. Growth does not come without change. Absolutely. Growth doesn't happen overnight. Growth requires evolution. Correct. So I think that if we think about who we're becoming, what kind of future we want and how we see ourselves in the next few years of our life or the next 10 years of our life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, can you work it backwards? Can you decompartmentalize this process to think about what kinds of change need to be made over time and then what milestone evolutionary movement can happen within your life to get to where you want to go? For sure. I feel like I'm constantly actually right now actively making conscious choices of change to evolve within myself to become a better person and become a better husband, become a better friend, become a better brother, become a better human. So I feel like right now for me, because I have been feeling stuck and I have, because I have been feeling lonely and isolated and like having those moments of self-reflection, I have recognized what needs to change within Mm. myself to become happy and become overall fulfilled. So sometimes working backwards is really helpful. And I actually learned this from this like, life coach named Brendan Bouchard. I did one of his random boot camp things at a hotel, like lobby, whatever. And it was really crazy because it was a lot of people, it was like 2000 people on this like journey of changing who they are and what Mm. they want and how to be more productive people. But at the same time, I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is a bit cultish and a bit crazy, but I got a lot of value out of it. And if I got one thing out of it, it was the power of meditation Mm -hmm. and self-reflection and also working backwards to achieve what you want in your life. And you really just set your kind of pathway to get there. We want to achieve certain things or we want to buy a home, right? Like to buy a home, you have to work backwards on how you're going to save money to get there. (laughs) Yes, And like we have a five-year budget Mm -hmm. that we have a projected budget that we have built out on Excel that has all of our expenses, all of our incoming, like it has predictive spending on when we're going to need certain things. And it's really helped us look forward to make something feel unrealistic and unachievable, achievable and very realistic. And it also helps us push towards our why. If you feel the spark of change, but you're worried or you're fearful of initiating the change because of the unknowns and what's behind that change, don't fear it, embrace it, challenge it, push towards it, push to the fear because on the other side of it, you're going to become this gorgeous lotus and this gorgeous butterfly that's going to blossom. And you're going to be so happy when you look back on that initiation of change to see where you've become in a couple of months or years. For me, I don't know necessarily what 
change I want at the moment because I feel quite content. Hmm. But that's only for now because I know that there's going to be a moment where I'm going to feel that stickiness again. I'm going to feel that kind of stuckness that I need to break past and right. there's going to be a challenge coming. And I know that when no, it we're not does, manifesting challenges. But it's not that you manifest it. It's that it's inevitable. The challenge is inevitable. Sure. Because if you want to achieve, there is a challenge. Okay. Period. Okay. You also have to be fearless, right? Like you have to not manifest manifest the problem, but you have to be ready for the solution. Absolutely. And throughout that change, we are going to be faced with working on ourselves and evolving within ourselves and our identity and who we are and maybe the people who are around us as well. Change can be this really beautiful process and along the path of change brings a lot of reward and a lot of change brings a lot of the unknown and it also brings you closer to achievement on the other end so keep pushing forward and life will be beautiful and you will achieve everything you want to do hey everyone thanks for listening to modern gaze we hope you're enjoying our podcast so far make sure that you follow turn on alerts and even turn on auto downloads so that you get our episodes first our episodes come out every tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play